0: I think that that literally they were like dang this dude talked all this shit publicly and then when it came to face the music he was like wow y'all i can't believe y'all did this to me he pulled the trump 101 he pulled the trump <laughs> he, he blamed everyone else after he did it to himself i mean this man took the
1: took the place. he's right the, right the donald on. trump of the nba Stop. been a champion free throw line you hear him you
2: MVP, MVP Kobe Bryant, aka
1: MV me in me deep smash in me deep whoever he is he can't guard me like in the middle of in the middle of us talking at the beginning we have no no plan or preparation whatsoever we kind of just go into it so I mean, <laughs> Also, I thought that, you know, normally with, with Totally Biased Music, we start with an intro song. I think I'm going to use Kobe Bryant by Lil Wayne for our intro song for, for Totally Biased Sports. I think that's a appropriate song for that. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're we're trying something very new today. I might have this out tonight. Maybe I'll release it in the morning. Depends on how quick I can, can edit and shit. But today we are doing a Totally Biased Sports episode. I got two... Very good friends of mine, two guys that fucking know ball, okay? So they, they will compensate for my lack of ball knowledge. I got Nils Abel and Aaron McCune with me. Nils, unfortunately, is a Celtics fan. Aaron is an OKC fan. Um, But you know what? They are here to, to – we're going to talk playoffs. We're going to talk MVP award um, and whatever else comes up in the process. So, guys, hello, and thank you for joining me. I'm fucking stoked. I'm stoked to see you guys, and I'm stoked to do this. Pumped.
2: Pumped as well. And also, Blake, thank you for, for doing this recording. After the Lakers game had already finished, the Lakers have won. Steph Curry had a serious injury. It's, it's uh, up for debate <laughs> on if he will be back in the series. But thank you for allowing us to watch that game before we record.
1: Well, of course. Of course. Um, I, did, I do like this timing because there is a heat game on that I have up right now. And then... Uh, We'll probably end as the Lakers game is starting, so that'll be that'll be perfect timing to go Beautiful. to to go watch Scott Foster turn this into a two two series. That'll be really nice.
0: <laughs> MVP Scott Foster, and first, you know, before we go on, Blake, long time coming uh, for some actual ball talk. I know that you've been fiending for this, um, and I know me and Nils are happy. Um, to offer all of our hot takes and opinions for you, so I mean, let's just very get much. into this, man. Yeah. I am just ready to tear it apart.
1: So let's let's rewind. Um, so let's talk from the very from the very beginning of the playoffs. Let's talk the play ins first, because I think there were some interesting storylines there with the play in, especially with um, Miami losing the first playing game and then winning the second playing game, which ultimately put them with. Milwaukee. So what did you guys think of the play-in this year? What do you guys think of the play-in as a whole? Are you guys on the play-in side or are you anti-play-in?
0: I got takes brewing here. I got takes right. brewing here, so I'll just I'll just unload the clip. First, this postseason, we're getting our first winners ever out of the play-in game. So up to this point, most basketball fans, pretty any much any sports fans wondering what is the point of this if the teams that are coming out of this aren't even going to be competitive. Now we've got this, and this is the part that's fucking me up right now, is the fucking heat. To, I cannot get <laughs> the image about a month ago. I can't get it out of my head of them getting the shit beat out of them by the Hawks, by the Hawks. And, of course, the Hawks were ended up being pretty competitive against the Celtics, but that's been my lasting image of them. So the fact that they have not only beaten the Bucks, they are taking a commanding – pretty much about to take a commanding lead in this series – um, against the Knicks that just blows my fucking mind so to your point Blake um, you know the play in up to this year I was questioning it but the what we have gotten from it this year makes me want to say let's keep sending it going forward Thunder should also be uh, in the playoffs as well they they got knocked out in the play in as everyone knows um, but those are my initial uh, play in thoughts so I'll
2: kind of pass it
1: off to y'all very nice Nils what about you
2: I mean, I like the play-in. We get extra games. The NBA already over 50% of the teams are going to the playoffs pre-play-in, right, which I think is kind of hilarious that 16 teams go to the playoffs out of the 30. And then you add a couple in. To Aaron's point, it's difficult with the with the Lake Show, Blake's team, and the Heat doing as well as they are after after going through the play-in tournament. I mean, it's hard to argue against it, Um so we'll see. I mean, the heat are the real deal uh, after the play-in tournament. So we'll see.
0: here's a little fold I got for you, and I'm interested to see what you think of this, Blake. Because the Lakers, and let's see, all the in- let's say they didn't have any injury problems this year. Let's say they were healthy 100 percent of the way through the year. Let's even say this. Let's say they say that they have their roster that they have right now for the entire season. They never have Westbrook, so they never have any of that. What record does that team have right now? Because they definitely wouldn't be the seventh seed. That team is probably going to be competing for a first second. So I wonder if this, for teams going forward, a team like the Clippers, where they're just like, yo, fucking chill if you don't want to play, are teams going to start now chilling more during the regular season with their superstars, with their great players, realizing that Hey, as long as we look at the Lakers, as long as we get to the play in, we're going to be fine. Um, Yeah. Because I think that's what you, the Lakers aren't, they aren't the stereotypical, whatever play in team is going to be from year to year to year. They're definitely an anomaly because they got fucking LeBron James and Anthony Davis. It's not what every 7 8 play in team is going to be working with every year. So I think that's just kind of. Yes, it, it it does help the validity of it a little bit, but the Lakers are an anomaly in and of themselves. I wonder if more teams are gonna
1: yeah, do more well, of this
0: resting superstars bullshit that I hate. I, th-
1: <laughs> I think what's interesting is like people have said from the start of this playoffs that like the Lakers aren't a real seven seed, the Heat aren't a real eight seed, the Warriors aren't a real six seed. We have a bunch of teams that are like lower seeded that really. Don't belong there. The Warriors played like shit when they were away. Steph was out for a significant significant period of time. The Lakers switched their roster up completely at the trade deadline. But I think like almost to your point, this kind of incentivizes teams to look, no one wants to be in the play-in. Like, because there is a risk of the other team plays dominantly. You play like shit, and you lose if you're a nine or ten seed and you lose that playing game, you're you're fucked. So nobody wants to be in the play-in. But at the same time, I think now it adds to the validity when you have the Heat and the Lakers making an actual playoff run, especially if the Lakers and the Heat go up three one tonight. It adds to the fact that like this is this is a chance for you to make a playoff run. Um, do I think that it's going to factor into people resting their stars more and resting their players to to say, hey, we can rest them and make it to the plan? I don't think that's gonna change. I don't think people want to be in the play in, but I think now they're they're realizing it is an entry point into an actual playoff run, which has been really interesting to see. I mean, people people discount I, I saw when I was looking at our playoff bracket that we had, five percent of people in in the NBA TV playoff bracket, five percent of people took the Miami Heat over the Bucks. Five fucking percent. And they are now in wow. the conference semifinals. Like, so everybody counted them out. But they have made a legitimate stance to say, hey, we're a real playoff team. Whether we came through the play-in or not, we're a real playoff team. So, And,
2: and I'll throw just in, like – I don't want to get into this too much, but one extra wrinkle to that is just the amount of teams tanking with the play-in is now smaller. You saw the Mavs getting fucked this year because they got to this like danger zone where they might be in the playoffs and get bounced after one game or they could potentially – again what they did was just lose but again that you talk about tanking in the nba it actually makes that pool smaller because more teams have a chance to hop in so i don't know i'm lukewarm on it again i'm a homer the celtics never been in the play-in tournament if they ever were in a position where they would be i would be all for it even without it i'm I'm neutral on it extra games is good for me
1: yeah yeah no i agree and like It actually brings up an interesting point. I know you guys are college basketball fans. I am not. I fucking hate it. And one of the reasons I hate March Madness is I don't think basketball, like, and I think I've said this to Aaron, like I don't think basketball should be played in a single elimination format. Like I don't like it. I don't think that that, that's how you, you can tell how teams play and, and perform right. Because you can have an off night for a star or a really good night for a star. And like, I hate the single elimination format, but the playing kind of brings that into the NBA and I guess because there's two rounds of the play-in, it doesn't feel like a single elimination thing to me. So it it kind of works with that. Um, I don't ever want them to expand it. I don't ever want there to be more or less to it. I just – I like it the way that it is. It, and, and I think like when you were on the internet during the play-in, like when you were on Twitter and shit, people were excited about these fucking games. Like everybody was talking about them because it wasn't like there was – there was fucking two playoff games, three playoff games a night. It was like you had the plan. And so everybody tuned in to watch the plan. And that's a cool atmosphere to have when the regular season, the NBA doesn't really pull that type of viewership. So I think that is, that is really cool. Yeah. Um, so going into the first, let's, let's talk the first round. So we had Milwaukee, Miami, Cleveland, New York, Philly, Brooklyn, Boston, Atlanta, Denver, Minnesota, Phoenix, LA, Sacramento, Golden State, and Memphis, LA. Um, what was most shocking to you guys about the first round of the playoffs?
0: Let's do let's do east west. I think we we take everything. Let's do an east side and then let's do a west side. So that being said, I still have to uh, marinate on this for a second. So if y'all have thoughts, oh, go for it.
1: Go, ahead, Blake. I have to say, I mean, obviously, I think for everybody, it's Miami over Milwaukee. Like, that's the fucking elephant in the room, right? Giannis, a lot of people still call Giannis the greatest player in the world. Like, and having the Milwaukee Bucks not even pick up two games against the Miami Heat because Hemi Butler wouldn't fucking let it happen was just... Such a joy to watch, man. And Jimmy Butler, I like. You cannot talk enough about Jimmy Butler. The way that he has played in the games have been—he's just fucking electric. So that—that that to me was the biggest shock for sure.
0: Nothing, nothing but respect for Jimmy Butler. I just have, no matter what my affiliations ever will be, I will always respect that dude for sure.
2: And I agree. I mean, that, that's that got to be the one from the East. The weird thing is now Jay, but I mean, he was him in that, that entire series and kind of put the team on. There was that one game. I can't remember if it was three or four. This man put up so many points in the first quarter. Looked like he couldn't make a cut to the basket in the second quarter. <laughs> Goes in the locker room and then just comes back to life the second half. And I think that was the game he put up like whatever, 56 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And just won the victory. Now. Blake is a Giannis hater, and he was hurt during that series. But there was some weird shit going on with the Bucks. There still is. Like it seems like that whole team's about to fall apart now that more information comes out. I know, like the the shitty stuff happened with Budenholzer. Like he had some family stuff going on. And then Giannis like wouldn't throw him under the bus. He was like, it's the coach's decision. And what they just fired him. Like something something weird's going on with the Bucks. So not not taking anything away from the Heat, but that was just a strange series. And now as more information's coming out, it's not that su- it's not that surprising that like a, a savvy heat team might have gotten them.
1: Yeah, and I don't I I like Giannis. I do. I give I give Trey shit because Trey has been an avid, avid Giannis hater forever. And I like and so has so has my friend uh Wes and my friend Jordan. That like nobody Look, is he the greatest player in the world? I don't think it's to that caliber. Is he fucking phenomenal and a an absolute joy to watch? Absolutely, but wh- like you said, like dude, for them to to not pick up more than a game, something is going on there. And like, and that goes to this whole idea of like firing coaches immediately when they don't win a championship. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on in the NBA with this, but they are relentless with it, dude. It's like you have to. This is a team effort. You can't place this all on a coach. Like it's kind of strange to me. I don't. I don't know. We're
0: definitely going.
1: We're in this
2: superstar era where it's like, I don't know. I mean, Giannis seems to be like the nicest dude on the planet, but God forbid he's like, yo, it's either this dude gets lost or me. They're just going to get rid of the coach. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Now there's like obviously speculation that Giannis wants out. Blah blah blah. I, I don't. I don't know. But it, we are in this superstar era where it's just like, okay, can you get another Mike Budenholzer? Or can you get another Giannis and Tenenbaum? Like, I think that's where we're at. So it's it'll be interesting to see this off season. I bet you nothing comes of it. But uh, I'd be shocked if Budenholzer didn't have a job next year.
0: Um. Moreover, Nels, no, Budenholzer is going to get picked up by some team that never thought they were going to get Mike Budenholzer a couple months ago and be fucking set. That is the truth. So shout out to whichever team hires him because that's going to be a good fucking hire because the Bucks definitely fumbled the bag on that one. Um, kind of moreover, um, to your point though, Nils, is like the upfront investment. Like I've been an NBA fan for Overton pretty much since the Thunder The Supersonics, the Thunder became a team. I've been a fan of the NBA. And so like watching the Thunder, it's been all about building, making a foundation and building a product. And then when I look around the NBA, especially to all these big market teams, it's like, okay, which superstars can we trade for right fucking now? Like the Suns or the Nets or the Sixers or any of these teams that just like, It just operates so much different than it used to. And so, like, the same way we're like, Kyrie's like, okay, this isn't working after six months, I'm out. It's like, if you've built this crazy roster and it doesn't work out with this coach, well, it's obviously the coach's fault. Let's get a new coach. So, it's kind of all these things in combination with each other. It's such a players league now. The players have the longest. Adam Silver has given the players the longest fucking lease. And I'm all about the players having power, but the product is losing quality and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much because it is a rabbit hole but when players can say oh my toe hurts tonight I'm not going to play for the next week like it's the 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 players got they they're getting a lot of power and it's having implications not bad per se but with how teams are run and how like fans have to just kind of realize that this is and it's not like me as an Oklahoma city fan, like it operates so much differently than it does for Nils as the Celtics fan or you as the heat Lakers fan. Like it's just, it's a different, different kind of market we're working in.
1: Well, and you bring up a good point. Like I, I think part of the issue with the NBA is like the NBA doesn't want to end up in a, in a scenario like the MLB where their, their viewership is bleeding and they're losing revenue and they can't keep people interested. And so like, organizations in the NBA as a whole they focus on these players because like they go to see LeBron James like they go to see Giannis they go to see Jason Tatum like they don't go to see the coach so like if they if they fail in a season it's easy it's an easy scapegoat to be like it's the coach like let's just get rid of the coach because like it doesn't matter who's coaching the Lakers they're going to sell out crypto like, that's just how it is. It's the fucking Lakers, and they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, they have to – they they make this investment in these stars, and they let them kind of do what they want. For better or worse, like, look, they are the product. They are what brings people here. But at the same time, like, you're kind of throwing coaches under the bus that you're not going to win that's a championship every thing. season. Like
0: <laughs> That's the main thing is that, yes, you are – I'm 100%. I'm as, – me as a fan – I'm going to see my favorite players, my favorite team play. And then when I go to see the Thunder and my boy Shay is out for rest, I literally go and look at the fantasy app and it says, oh, Shay's resting tonight. Now I don't get to watch my favorite player play in the world. I only get to go to one NBA game a year, yada, yada, yada. So I think it definitely is. There's two sides to it where, yes, like well, I realize the players are the product, but at some point, like, we gotta we gotta have some parameters around the product as well. Um yeah. and so I do think it has kind of gone a little to the extreme on one side. I'm not I'm not I with the fucking Donald Sterling slave owner mentality, obviously. But if I go to an NBA game, I wanna see my favorite players play, or I want there at least to be an eighty percent chance. I feel like on any given night, any fan can go watch any of their favorite players at any team in the NBA and you are liable or that you're liable not to see them. I don't make 10 years ago. I don't feel like that was as much yeah. of the case as it, is, as it is now. So if anything, I'm banging for us.
2: I'm yeah. begging for the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to circle back. Blake Blake tried to slide in there that the Bucks failed this season, and I disagree with that. <laughs> I don't think the Bucks
1: failed. Uh, technically, it's not a failure. Okay, it's not a failure. It steps to success. I apologize. It's,
2: it's not a failure, LeBron. Uh, Michael, excuse me, LeBron. Gosh, <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't win his first chip till like 29, so it's not a failure. Yeah, it's not a failure.
1: It's just steps to success. Okay, just to um, make sure we, we don't gloss over that. Before we keep going into the first round, I do want to ask you guys, kind of along that same vein, how do you feel about the new contract basically stating for them to be eligible for awards they have to play? What was it, 65 games, I think is the new rule? Do you think that's that's a good or bad thing?
0: Fuck like, yes. Yeah, I, I
2: agree with you. You have to play. I agree with Aaron. My, my thing also, like, okay, I like the move. And I don't know, like, it definitely seems like it opens up a can of worms where it's like, okay, are we going to push this back to, are we going to push this to 70? Like, if they try to, like, fuck with it. My thing is, like, who's winning the MVP that's not playing 65 games? Like, has that happened that often? I mean, I guess it maybe, I guess it has. I'm sure it's not an arbitrary number they just came up with. But, like, I feel like to win MVP, you'd have to have the overall body of work where you've played I guess. Minimum. What is it that? That's
1: probably, that's seventy five. I was supposed to say seventy five percent. I think of games. Yeah, eighty
2: two games. Yeah, something something like that. I mean, I do like look. The MVP can take load management one or two games. I'm cool with that. Like, I'm not that. I'm not that old school. But like, I just I don't know, man. Like, it, it feels like sixty five games should be the prerequisite. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm making my own counterpoint. That, like 65 yeah. games should be you should play 65 <laughs> now games. Now that I talked so about, about it, I realize like 60 yeah. games and winning the MVP. I feel like that didn't happen. Does
0: that apply to uh, Blake? Do you know if that applies to like All NBA? And, like, it applies NBA? to
1: everything. I think everything. so. Now that's a bigger yeah, difference. Think, that's a bigger exactly,
0: difference. Exactly, because I think that's where probably the biggest argument can be made is that like should Anthony Davis be All NBA? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'd say, yeah. yeah. No, you make a good point. Right.
0: New rules, new rules would say no. So.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm in favor of it. Like they have to do something to Blake's point about baseball kind of falling by the way. So they, they've got to do something and, and make it to where, I mean, I know it's sappy as shit, but you see these little videos of like some poor kid that went to the heat game and Jimmy Butler's not playing. Yeah, like, I traveled 2,000 miles to yeah. play, and they're like, yeah, well, his knee's not feeling so good, so he's not going to come out tonight.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, like, we, we just like, can't have that happen. No, dude. And and then he, like, um, tried to make it up for him. He's like, here's a pair of shoes. The guy's like, all right, fucking cool, yeah, man. Yeah, here's my smelly ass shoes. You <laughs> yeah. can take these on the 2,000-mile-long the, the car ride home. With. Yeah, but I, I really <laughs> like to see you play ball, but thanks for the fucking shoes, dude. <laughs> i saw uh, some
2: videos at home.
1: Okay, so <laughs> you guys took—I think everybody except for me and Trey took New York, or you guys took Cleveland over New York, right? So, how do you feel about that series? Four to one, Cleveland took one fucking game, man. What yeah. is going on?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll make this on. I'll make this easy on Aaron. Aaron, go. This is your fault.
0: oh Okay, because this is where straight where I was going to Nils. Um. I was sitting on a take early this year, Blake, that the Cavs were going to be the third, third best team in the East. Um, they ended up being the fourth best team in the East, so not too bad.
1: On not far bad off.
0: Take. Um, unfortunately, come playoff time, uh, they completely fell apart. What is a roster that when you look at it on paper and probably when you simulate it on 2K – Uh, everybody (laughs) on the Cavaliers is better than everyone on the Knicks, yet somehow fucking awful. Which, which, heat, which makes this fucking heat thing so much, like how bad, if the Knicks are, how bad were the Cavs? How good are the, it just, my head's just.
1: It turns out. Yeah, that's my biggest thing
0: because I was so excited. I was like, oh, when the Knicks are good. The playoffs are just fucking popping, and now the Knicks are getting just fucking. What's the? Do we have an update on on their it's, game right now? It's 93-84
1: 90, Heat, <laughs> so they are <laughs> down. So they're
0: about to go down three one. Like, so I don't, I don't get it. This is yeah, it's bad. It's a bad look for me as a as a Cavs believer this year. Um, I mean, think about it. They the Cavs got Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell was supposed to go. That was like the, That was the thing. He was supposed to – the dude from New York's going to go to the Knicks, and he's going to be the Knicks superstar. Then they trade for Jalen Brunson instead, and Donovan Mitchell goes to the Cavs. So you're thinking, Cavs, oh, my God, they didn't get Donovan Mitchell. They had to settle for Jalen Brunson. And Jalen <laughs> Brunson turns out to be amazing, and now Mark Cuban's sitting over there like, why didn't I pay this man and sign Kyrie That We just
1: oh – Well, it, ter- it turns out that if – Cleveland doesn't literally have the greatest athlete in the history of the entire world. They're not much of a team, which is strange. You know who could have seen that coming? But They just they can't hold it together. without literally the greatest basketball player of all fucking time, which is unfortunate. I hope they make a run without LeBron, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. You know,
2: Mm-mm-mm. they got yeah, the, we're, uh... they got the pieces. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put. Fifty cents on them to win a NBA championship in the next two or three years, but I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be in that spot for the next couple of years. I do believe that.
1: Even I think though it was
2: kind of a failure this year.
1: Yeah, and I think like they do need to consider the fact that Johnny Manziel is not doing anything right now. So. <laughs> that is somebody that they can keep in the back pocket at least just for a morale booster if nothing else With asses and seats yeah, yeah exactly um okay so then i guess the last the last big thing i mean philly took brooklyn 4-0 i don't think anybody expected anything other than that whatever that is what it is um nils how did you feel about the boston series boston atlanta 4-2 boston took it were you were you sweating a little bit during that series
2: I was never – I mean, Aaron can attest because we, we talk about – we talk ball all the time. I was never sweating, but it was just, like, annoying. Like, I just – the 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 game where Deontay Murray didn't play, it was like, dude, how are you not going to win that game? Now, look, Trey Young can put up 80 for all I care. That's Like, that's fine. I remember Devin Booker put up 70 against the Celtics one time and we still won the game. It's fine to let one guy win. We were just getting cooked defensively. So, I, I'm not going to spool talking about – this second round series in the first round, but kind of seeing some of the same mistakes and like defensively, they were just not, they were doing everything fine offensively, but like defensively just weren't getting it done. Letting Trey Young just abuse us on the pick and roll, which I think just like easy adjustments could have fixed a lot of that. So I, I never was worried. I was more so aggravated that we had to go to six games, particularly since Philly swept and like, you've got a MVP now winner, who is perennial, perennially banged up. That you're giving extra rest. We're traveling between Boston, Atlanta, Boston, Atlanta. The Janet Jackson concert gets canceled. Like it was a mess. I, I just I, <laughs> it was a fucking it was, mess. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So uh, look again. I was never too concerned with them. I thought they were, they were actually a better team than folks were giving them credit for. Um, Even in retrospect, I mean, they beat the Heat pretty soundly in that play-in game. So I would have five would have been a lot more comfortable, but. um, I'm not going to spool conversation for later on because a lot of stuff is spilling over from round one to round two. It's just
1: really well. I think what was interesting, like the Trey Young winner, that three that he hit, the thing about it is like, you can't even, you can't even blame the Celtics. Or I think Jalen, I think was it Jalen Brown was was guarding him or was it Horford? Horford was guarding him at the time. But the thing is, is like, he's guarding for a two because you don't expect somebody to shoot a three there. And Trey Young okay. is just like that guy. That's like, nah, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was
2: Brown. It was Brown. I'm, I'm, I'm mistaken. You're right, Blake. It was Brown and Bra- Yeah, that's exactly right. And Brown's like, kind of like standing still, like wanting to go back. Yeah. And then no like, like, Jalen Brown close out on that 42 foot jumper. Why is he not guarding at the logo? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, let him make that shot. Like, fuck it. Like, let him make that shot. It is what it is. It was an incredible shot. He made it. But, at the same time, he would have looked like the biggest dumbass ever if he would have, like, bricked that. So, I mean, like, just let him take the shot. I think Jalen I'm, – I'm not going to go in. I think Jalen Brown did the right thing. You're right. It was Jalen Brown. And, yeah, he kind of just sat where he was and didn't close out on the 42-foot jump shot. Yeah.
0: As, uh, as the great Paul George would say, that's a bad shot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Right. That's, exactly. Nobody expects him to take that. Oh. Um, okay, so moving on to the West. I don't know if you guys want to talk much about Denver, Minnesota. I mean, did anybody expect Minnesota to fucking do anything here? I mean, come on. I
0: Rudy Gobert's just a bitch, and I yeah. think we can all agree that we enjoyed seeing him lose and get daddied by Jokic. Yeah. He did. I mean, like that's, he that's, did.
2: All, that's all, sure. all we got to go into. Yeah,
1: there. that's it. Okay, so Phoenix Clippers I, w- I do want to talk about this a little bit. I expected Phoenix to fucking shit on them. I'm I'm surprised the Clippers got a game. It was interesting they got the first game. So then everybody had the dialogue of like, "All right, hold on a second. Maybe, <laughs> whoa guys, maybe we have something." And then they just continued to obliterate them throughout the rest of the series. But um it it was it was an interesting matchup. I mean, I so we tried to do one of these episodes at the end of the regular season, a, a totally biased sports episode we did with Trey and his brother Rob, and Rob is a huge basketball guy. And Rob and I talked about Phoenix. It was right after the KD trade. And he was basically like, dude, no one's going to stop Phoenix at this point. Like, there's just no way. They kept Aiden. They got KD. Like, if they would have traded Aiden, it would have been a different story, but they kept Aiden. And now, like, he. He personally doesn't see anybody stopping them. I also don't think that they're – I don't even think Denver is going to stop them, to be completely honest. But it was interesting to see them kind of come together in this first round and just obliterate the Clippers who people thought had a chance. And the Clippers were the five seed like before the trade deadline, right? Like they weren't, but they they had already laid the foundation to be that five seed. So I don't think their trade deadline did anything for them. If anything, like I love – I know that people are trying to make it seem like Russell Westbrook made them a better team. I don't think he fucking did. I don't think it made them a better team, like at all. To be completely honest, but it was funny to see that dialogue of like, oh, like they're the new Kings Ballet, like why and blah blah blah. Like, so I don't know. What did you guys? Did you guys think the series was going to go longer? Take, did you a, take a
0: step. Take a step back here, Blake. Let's let's look at the Clippers. Let's look at the Clippers team and product that was put out to actually play this. Phoenix Suns team who up to that game one in that series had never lost a game when KD was playing so that first game that they lost was the first time that they had lost when KD played that was when Kawhi Leonard played Kawhi just did not play ever again never never seen from Kawhi again (laughs) after that game so as much as we we can say Russell didn't help them. I think Russell did not do himself a disservice with his performances. In fact, I think he kind of reminded people that he can be an effective player uh, when deployed correctly and when given the opportunity. Um, Bro, Kawhi it, was, what, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi was load
1: managing for the next season. I, What's wrong with that?
0: I, I, will, I will say it is a damn shame. It is a damn shame that Kawhi played. Help them win that first game, and then never played again. So, um, yeah, that that is kind of what it is. I would have liked to see how that series would have shaken out with a healthy Clippers team. This is the same question that we've been asking about the Clippers for the past. How long have they had Paul George and Kawhi now? For like three years? Is it been about three years now?
1: Yeah. And we've been asking this
0: every year because it's like one guy's out, the other guy's in. One guy's in, the other guy's out. Both guys are out, and all the bench and fucking Terrence Mann has to put up a triple-double for them to win. Doesn't make any fucking sense. So that's part of the issue,
1: much. though. Like, that's part of the issue with this team is like it's it's honestly it reminds me a lot of like the Nets when James Harden and Katie and Kyrie were there. It's like right. you can sit there and talk about it forever if they were healthy. If they were healthy. If, they're not, man. Like, they're not. So like you can't have a genuine conversation about what this team is going to do because none of them are ever healthy enough to to make an argument that that like oh if they if they were all healthy they would go on this run and be this and that and like okay but like how long are you going to play the if game it it gets fucking exhausted if if LeBron James and Anthony Davis were healthy all season they would have been the number one but they fucking weren't man like. That's the thing that bothers me about the Clippers. It's like we can have this conversation forever, but it gets fucking exhausting after a certain point.
0: Like, I yeah. wish we had the the tweet, right? There's a tweet that is like it's all these trios of, of players that you would never expect to play on the same team with each other that have played more games collectively together than Kyrie Irving James Harden <laughs> and Kevin Durant. It is just an absurd list. I wish we had it right now, but that would be perfect for this conversation. So, so, and for look,
2: it. I'll I'll have the conversation. I I didn't think fully healthy Clippers were going to beat the Suns anyway. Just in truth, I, I, if we're if we're going to play the 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 if game, I don't think they were going to win that series. Um, it's easy to say now, but it just looked like that first game where they had everybody out there, like they had to play pretty perfect. Like Russell Westbrook didn't have a good line, but truthfully, if you watch the game, he played pretty well. Like he, he impacted the game a lot of different ways. And I'm like, wow, is this what's going to happen? Like the rest of the series. And then it just kind of fizzled out. Like He was making huge clutch time plays on, on defense. Kawhi was, was on all cylinders. And then that's the, just the frustrating thing. I mean, I love Kawhi Leonard, but like you just go from that to just being a non-factor for the rest of the series. I, I just don't know. I mean, and I guess in hindsight, I'm thinking, like, Kawhi's not going to play every game anyway. So I, I, I really – I just really didn't give this series much of, like, a shot because I just always thought the Suns were going to win.
1: Yeah. No, I think I'm the same way, and I think that's how the majority of people were. But, like, it sucks that – i I'm on both sides of this in the sense that, like, it sucks that Kawhi doesn't, doesn't have the legs to play multiple games in a row in a playoff series, right? But at the same time, like – it bugs the shit out of me to hear media personnel, like shit on this dude or shit on anyone that has injuries or, or takes load management. Who's never played basketball. Like they make the comments about AD. They make them about Kawhi, they make them about who like pick anybody. And it really bothers me because like they're human beings and like, they need to stay healthy. Right. They're not. Everybody's going to have the longevity of LeBron James and, and be able to play as much as him. And even now you can see it taking a toll on his body and, So that shit really bothers me. But at the same time, like, dude, you're in the playoffs. Like, with Kawhi, it's like... (laughs) Come on, man! Like you couldn't you couldn't string together one more to to try yeah. to help these guys. And I don't know what's going on with them. Like I don't know his body, but like at this point, how much more are you going to put yourself through if you're not at a point where you can play in the playoff series? You know? Yeah. I, look, I'm convinced that Kawhi Leonard wants to
2: play basketball, wants to play, especially playoff basketball. So that sucks. I mean, if it was if this was December, I'd have been like, this dude, this dude, just making shit up at this point, but. You're talking about like a series where I'm sure he conceivably thought he would have won. I don't know. And I don't think anybody's ever going to talk bad about Kawhi. So it just sucks that like he had that – what what whatever occurred, he definitely said like I can't go, which I mean that just sucks because maybe the series would have – I still don't think they would have won, but maybe it would have been more competitive a little bit longer, which would have been good for everybody.
1: So. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm going to save the best for last. So next we're going to Memphis, L.A., so memphis la man so this was an interesting series lakers take game one uh memphis takes game two dylan brooks started chirping that was the whole fucking thing lebron is old this and that and then the lakers proceeded to basically shit on them the rest of the fucking series. So what did you guys think about the Memphis Lakers series? Did you expect it to go this way with a seven and two seed? Did you kind of see this coming or was it a surprise to you?
0: <laughs> Aaron? I will say, I will say Dylan Brooks is, I mean, I mean, could not have played Has anyone ever played a stretch of their career? worse publicly i mean we've got to literally witness this man's downfall in real time i think i might have said this to you Nels, but it was like this dude was always a pretty solid basketball player like always a solid like always a pickup in fantasy like a guy you're rostering at least like he's always been solid and what he has now done to his career where the grizzlies went from (laughs) a few months ago having contract extension talks to now not re-signing this man is just an insane career turn like tanking it for yourself and literally just not by taking accountability i think that's why i think that that literally they were like dang this dude talked all this shit publicly and then when it came to face the music he was like, "Wow, y'all, I can't believe y'all did this to me." He pulled the Trump one hundred and one. He pulled the Trump, <laughs> he blamed everyone else after he did it to himself. I mean, this man took the took the play. He's right the Donald
1: of Trump of the NBA. That's what you're I saying, mean,
0: seriously, Donald Don, Dylan Brooks, Donald Brooks. I mean, we, the, we we
2: the, texted the, we texted yeah. about it in the fantasy group. He had like a decent game. He had, like, a decent game and then talks all this shit after the game about, like, arguably top 15, arguably top 10 player ever to play the game. Talks all this shit about how LeBron James is old, which is, like, this is what I said in the group text. Like, dude, you're going to give this man bulletin board material? Like, are you fucking insane? Like, it's a a first-round playoff series, dude. Like, what are you doing? And then... (laughs) And then here's the here's the crux of it goes on to just be really shitty the rest of the series doesn't want to talk to the media after he's literally like sunglasses and and fucking mink coat on in the in the locker room won't talk to the media won't oh talk to the media and then look my thing is. And I, Aaron, I threw another example at you. Like Draymond Green's like a perfect example. Like do just plays the villain role and does not run away from it. I'm not like the biggest Draymond Green fan, but like he kind of knows his role. He's like, I'm the bad guy. And if people I'm not gonna run away from that, I'll do the presser, I'll do the fucking yeah. podcast after the game. Yeah. And then you have Dylan Brooks, he won't even talk to the media. And and on top of that, to Aaron's point, I mean, I hate to. You know, rain on his parade, but like under no circumstances will the Grizzlies bring him back? That was aggressive. I mean, like, bro, you really (laughs) fucked up. It was (laughs) (laughs) like. Like, if it the entire like the team dies, they still will sign Aaron before Dylan Brooks? Like, this is crazy.
1: It was like the director. It was like he was the fucking lead overseer of Chernobyl. They're like, under no circumstances are we going to hire this man to run our nuclear facility? It's but over the, this guy. That, that, look,
2: that psychology definitely goes back to, like, game three, game four, like, Grizzlies back office being like, We're cooked. Like, I can't believe this dude just said this shit. Like, whether we win or not, he cannot enter the locker room ever again. Like, what? And not to mention, like, I don't want to get too – I don't want to just preach on Dylan Brooks, even though he is the problem and he's the reason why they lost to the Lakers. But, like, the Grizzlies have had so many different issues this year. And then you're going to go and do that shit in your mink coat and your sunglasses. It's like, dude, (laughs) you
1: look ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, uh, he always looks ridiculous. And like, to your point, like Draymond is like, look, I have a love hate thing with him. I like people that commit to the villain bit. And like, I thought it was fucking, hilarious and badass when he got ejected from that game in the first round and he was yelling at the crowd by calling people a pussy (laughs) and shit like i was like that's what i want man like be that fucking guy you know and like it honestly goes back to the bane of my existence michael jordan if he like that clip (laughs) that clip of him that everybody always circulates during playoffs where he's in the locker room and he's like Let's see if all that trash talk can start from a zero zero. You know that's a sign of a good man if you can talk trash when you're behind or 0 zero zero. Like Dylan Brooks won one game, decided to chirp up, lost two, and didn't talk to the media. Like you can't handle it, man. If at least like when I go when I go play golf with my friends, when I'm down six strokes, I still talk shit like I'm leading by ten strokes. Like it does not fucking matter to me. Be that guy if you're going to be the guy. Don't half ass it. Nobody wants to Jeez. cheer for you. Guy. He is
2: verbal
0: meme, verbal meme. He is literally the Eric Andres shooting Eric <laughs> <laughs> yes Like Dylan yes. Brooks shooting Dylan Brooks. Like, why'd you do this to yeah. Dylan Brooks?
1: <laughs> literally dude
2: and, and God, like it, especially no. as someone that like loathes lebron james i don't hate lebron james he just i just loathe he just annoys me and having to see that clip of him going and like checking dylan brooks's ass before the game i was so like good you fucking kid not only do i have to just root for the lakers out of spite for dylan brooks but also like lebron james is just cooking this man in his uniform before the game and Dylan Brooks sat there like a fucking puppy in the rain. Like, he yeah. wasn't going to move.
1: Tail tucked between his legs. Just listen to LeBron and be like, yeah, you're not that guy. And he just, was just like, like, this, oh, this is over. It's over. This man. Yeah, whatever. I will say it <laughs> is really sad because I do like – Shania is a big a big John Moran fan. I love John Moran. I bought – like I bought Shania tickets to go see. I don't know if I sent Aaron uh the pictures of it, but like Shania and I sat basically courtside at the Nuggets game. I bought her tickets for her birthday just because the Grizzlies were playing the Nuggets. And like I love Jaw, man. Like I he's super entertaining to watch. He's a funny dude, he's charismatic. Like I like everything about Jaw. His the, the shit that happened here in the regular season, whatever, I'm not gonna get into it, but like I want to see Jaw win a championship and I want to see him go on runs. Like I like him a lot and he deserves that. He's a great basketball player. So it sucks to see the Grizzlies go out like this. Like I wanted a seven-game series. I even like if the Lakers were going to lose, I wanted them to lose to Memphis. Like I wanted them to be able to play Golden State, but it's just you you pair Jaw, who has these regular season like off-court issues with people like Dylan Brooks and it's like they make themselves the perfect team for people to cheer against which sucks because if John were on any other team everybody would be talking about him everybody would love him but now he's 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 basically surrounding himself in an environment where like no one wants to cheer for him which which fucking sucks like I I really like him and I I hope his career moving forward is successful but I just you have
0: just explained why the Grizzlies are not bringing this man back, it, and 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 for me at least, it will always be a what if this moment, especially with how much like attention it's gotten and how much people are actually people. This might be the most we ever talk about Dylan Brooks ever again, but I would will always wonder if he had actually embraced the fucking villain role and just gone into it gone like fuck you yeah he went off again fuck him still he didn't put up 40 like i'm still not respecting. lebron never put up 40 why didn't he lean into that more right why didn't he lean into that more when that was literally the first thing he said no y'all did this to me y'all made me a villain
1: yeah no (laughs) that's the most pathetic shit ever dude (laughs) Uh, no so also i always
0: wonder would 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 Dylan Brooks? Would we even be here? Would they have put up a competitive series? Had he just continued to be a dickhole and embraced it like Draymond?
2: Right. Also, Aaron, you I just missed like the. Paul
0: needs a guy like that. Go for it, Nils.
2: You you missed the perfect opportunity where Blake just outed himself and being like, "My girlfriend loves John Morant, always has." Knowing that, like Blake would suck John Morant's dick tomorrow if he asked him to, and then in the same breath, no, I would hesitate. In the same breath was like, "We were courtside, and I love John Morant. He's like, he's like a like a girlfriend makes him start watching The Bachelor, and he's like." <laughs> Shania likes it, and then by season three, he's like, "Well, I really think that Blake's the guy for her. Like, I think that James is the guy for
1: her." I will say when I was when I was at that game when Jaw went to the free throw line, I was screaming MVP, even though I was wearing a Denver Nuggets shirt. I was literally screaming MVP and Jaw. Everyone around me was like, "What? Whose side are you on, man? Like, you're wearing a fucking oh, Nugget shirt." Yeah, Me and my girlfriend love you, Jaw. Love
2: you, dude. <laughs> John, cut yeah, my girlfriend, to... please. Yeah, don't put it on your girlfriend. Come on now. You love <laughs> <want> John
1: Moran. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's all right. It's a praying time, my city. All right. Um. So, last but not least, the big fucking series that everyone wants to talk about. Sacramento-Golden State. Seven fucking games. And Sacramento cannot close it out. Did you expect – Sacramento to go the fucking distance with Golden State. How did you guys feel about the series? Aaron, I'll start. I I thought
2: I really – after game one, I'm not going to go game two. I thought after game one, like, it did look like the Kings were going to win. They go up 2-0, and then I think, what? Did Golden State – Golden State ended up coming back 3-2. And then I started getting, like, really nervous because (laughs) – like again, we'll get to this later when we talk about round two, three, potentially the NBA NBA Finals. But like the Lake, the Warriors scare me. Like I, I don't. Thank I, you, thank in you. The East, in the Eastern, Fucking Con- thank you. Right, as a fan of someone in the Eastern Conference, like I don't want to play the Warriors. I don't want them to win out. But it did look like the Kings had so much momentum in those first two games, like light the beam, and then they come back three two, and then they have that great game in game six to tie it up. And I'm really feeling like whatever it was, Saturday, Sunday, like this Sunday, like I'm feeling like, okay, the Kings are at home. They're going to light the beam. They're going to close this shit out. And then, oh, dude, like fucking Kavon Looney like ends up getting a billion rebounds in that game and they end up winning. And, and like- Steph drop 50. Steph drop over 50, right? It was yeah, like, yeah, that was the-, yeah, that was the 50. But that's the craziest part. That's not even like what- that's not even what stuck out to me. Like, Steph had to score 50 because, like, Clay was not clicking. Draymond was not clicking. Kavon Looney was the second best player on the court that day out of both teams with Steph Curry shooting over 50. So, like, I just – I mean, we kind of went, you know, out of order. But, like, you told me, like, what was going to be, like, my my biggest series from the West. That was definitely it. And it just felt like the Kings were going to do it. And that, that just – the ending of that series just sucked, dude. It did not. I mean, I'll, I'll pass it off to y'all too. It didn't. Did it feel like a first round series to you? Because it didn't feel like it to me. Like it felt like there was so much more at stake than just like first round there. Like it, it felt like that was a team going to the Western Conference Finals and the NBA Finals. Watching that series,
1: let me. I'm gonna spit my shit first because I got to give Aaron shit here because I told Aaron before the end of the regular season, I literally texted him in a panic and I was like, Aaron. The Golden State Warriors are about to go on another finals run. And if they do that, I will stop watching basketball forever. I will literally, two years into watching basketball, I will fucking turn it off, sign it out. I'm done. I will go to the NHL. I do not give a fuck. I'm not watching Steph Curry win another championship. What did Aaron tell me? Blake, they can't hack it. They are not going to win another championship. You are freaking out for no reason. First round. They fucking win. So then I text Aaron. I'm like, Aaron, I'm fucking sweating through my shirts over here, man. You reassured me everything would be fine. He's like, like they don't have the legs to go the distance. And now here we are tonight, critical game on the line where they're about to go 2-2. And I told Aaron, I texted him two no! nights ago. I texted, Aaron, I texted Aaron two nights ago and I said, this is what's going to happen. They're going to win this series in seven games. They're going to go to the NBA Finals. It's going to be a rematch of the Celtics. They're going to win that game. They're going to win that series in seven games, and they're going to pitch it as Golden State's last dance. Seven games every series. It's going to be some cringe Steph Curry fucking bullshit that I'm going to have to put up with, and Aaron reassured me it wouldn't happen. So I'm getting a little fucking pissed that they even made it past the first round because they shouldn't have, and now I have to sweat my ass through this series. If if the Lakers would have lost to Sacramento, I sleep soundly at night. I, I'm fine <laughs> with that. I don't care. You know oh, what? Agree. They made it past the first round. It's fine. Golden State's out of it. I don't have to deal with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and all that bullshit. But now I have to sweat through these games because if they make another championship run, I don't think I'm going to be able to live with myself. So Aaron is still in the boat that they're not going to make it, but I'm starting to I'm starting to worry a little bit, Aaron. Aaron not going to lie. That. It seems like you hung my boy out
2: to dry. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, as I'm reflecting on my comments, I just, I just hate that I've, uh, I've done this to us because, (laughs) because if something bad happens, Blake, I will never stop blaming myself. Um, and I can assure you that I, of all people, of all people, I know the pain that they can cause. (laughs) I know I have, I've been in the depth. I've been in the absolute depths. I have experienced things Golden State has not only inflicted, they have taken. They've taken. They've taken right. my favorite play. They've taken the reason I have become a fan of the game. So right. I know. I, I know the pain. Um, I know it better than anyone. I know Nils has experienced some of it here recently too. Um, And I, I pray, Blake. I pray. I pray. I do not want that to be the case for you. I do not. Maybe. Me- I, 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 I have <laughs> never been more on your side in my entire life than right now when I say I do not want Golden State to hurt any of us anymore ever again. That's why no. I want it to be over, Blake. Maybe it is positive thinking. Maybe it is me just wanting to will it into existence, but I – Will say it because I want it to be. I want the pain to be over. I want it I to be that. over for
2: all of us. Look, look, we'll, we'll get. I'm not. I'm going to hold all my like little quips about the Golden State Warriors until we get into round two because I don't want to spare them on like a round that we've already seen. And I'm going to have my fun at Blake's expense, <laughs> obviously as well. But I, I'm with you, Aaron. Like the last last year's NBA Finals, fucking sucks. Like. The, the Warriors again. Again, they won the series against the Kings. They now have me rooting for the Lakers, which is just like a ridiculous <laughs> conversation to be having. But I trust me. Trust me when I tell you, I've got some quips for 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 round two when it comes to the Warriors versus the Lakers. I, Blake might get Blake might get some uh, some satisfaction <laughs> out of what I have to say about this series.
1: So speaking of round two, let's move on. So Miami just won Game Three. They are now up three one on the Knicks. Okay. okay. Um, Yikes. I mean, look, they're going to go to the conference finals. I think that at this point, we can all agree on that, right?
2: Yeah, that series okay. is over.
1: Yeah, that series is over. Um, New York had a good run. I, It was fun to watch them, honestly. And the Heat the heat and Nick series has been great to watch. Um, that's going to be great. Now, we got to get into something very important and very serious right now. My – how do I describe this? Um my loser series, my my hateful eight, okay, my my worst series, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics, two teams that I could not despise more in my life. I don't know who I will it is not a, a matter of who I want to win. It's who do I want to lose more. And I think at this point, and it sucks to say this to Nils's face, because I like Nils, he's a good guy. But I want Boston to lose this so bad. Like I just want them to lose. I want and I hate the 76ers. I hate Joel Embiid. I love James Harden. I will give him that. I hate Joel Embiid. I, I don't like Doc Rivers. I don't like anything about the Philadelphia 76ers. But I want them to win the series. We're now tied at 2-2. We need some predictions from you two. Nils, you go first. Uh,
0: before Nils goes, I need you I need you, Blake, to do something for me cuz I don't understand. As someone who understands why you hate the Warriors because I hate them. I understand that. That makes sense to me. I need you to make the the Celtics' hate make sense to me. Because right now, was... right now, it looks like they are the best option to <laughs> take down this juggernaut that we all collectively hate. First off,
1: it doesn't look like they're the best option because they lost in six games last year. And I will say this. What I don't like about the Celtics, it was the NBA finals. I boy. I don't like Jason Tatum. I don't like his Kobe Bryant dick riding. I don't like the fact that he thinks he's Kobe Bryant when he's not. Okay. okay. I don't. I don't like the fact that um, fucking. Marcus Fart, one defender of the year, simply because the Boston Celtics as a team had a good defense. So they gave Marcus the Smart defender of the year when he didn't deserve it because the Boston Celtics as a whole played defense. Well, I just don't like them. I don't fucking like them. And I don't like just like they think they're the shit, but like they haven't. I, you know what they are to me? I just realized this. It just clicked with me. They're the East they're the East Coast Memphis Grizzlies. That's what they are. They that think they are the ridiculous. shit. They think they are the shit, but they have done nothing to prove it thus far. Like they have – they just don't have the caliber. And part of this is being a Lakers fan and there's a little resentment there with like I feel obligated to hate the Boston Celtics. I will say this. Let me preface it with this before you guys go. If the finals is the Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors, I will be pulling for the Celtics. I will undoubtedly be cheering for them. I will buy a fucking Celtics jersey. I don't give (laughs) a shit. I don't give a shit. And I will wear that shit like I'm the greatest Boston Celtics fan to ever live. I don't give a fuck, okay? So I do want to preface it with that. But that is where my hatred lies. (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. Aaron, rebuttal thoughts on the series
0: I, mean, I just wanted i just needed a little a little context to work with here um i could never hate a team as much as i hate the golden state warriors so it's hard for me to put any team on that level across all sports really um so <laughs> there are a couple that um but yeah but yeah all right is it time to what what, what direction are we headed right now where
1: I want to know what I want to hear Nils's rebuttal to my comments and then I want to know predictions I want to know what you guys think this series is going to end at
2: all right what was it, what your your last comments about Tatum do you want me to rebuttal do you want me to, to have a rebuttal for that I mean Go I have no it. rebuttal I have no rebuttal for for that I mean like I I experienced that pain Jason Tatum posting an Instagram story with his with his legs out in an ice bath with some Kobe quote I just, like, I, I don't I don't prescribe to that. Like, I don't want that right now. Um, what I will say about this series, and this has been the frustrating thing about this series, the Boston Celtics are playing the 76ers the exact way that the 76ers want them to play. In the two games that we've lost, right, James Harden works at this, like, methodical pace. He's fucking ancient. Don't Dylan Brooks me right now. He's ancient, and he works at this methodical pace, and he's been cooking. And the problem that I have is that you've got P.J. Tucker, who is is thirty, like 37 years old. James Harden's 33. Joel Embiid, I actually really like Joel Embiid. I think he's really talented. He is not built to run up and down the court consistently for a full game. Why is Jason Tatum – and why is Marcus smart? Why are they picking the ball up? Why are they letting the ball roll out to like preserve seconds off of the clock? That that makes no sense to me. That's uh, uh, And I'm speaking specifically to game four, right? Not the two games that we won. And the first game was an anomaly because Embiid wasn't playing and Harden was out of his mind. But he also was for game four. And Harden's just slowing down the pace, running half-court offense and running pick and roll, which is fine. Do that on the defensive side. And then the Celtics will get the ball and they'll like try to do the exact same thing where I'm like, no, 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 They've got two old dudes and they've got an MVP who let's be honest, running up and down the floor is not his strength. Why are we not running towards running downhill towards the basket on almost every single possession, especially when you have Malcolm Brogdon in the game look, Marcus Fart, I'm not going to take that from you, Blake. I'm not going to take Marcus Fart from you. What I will say is... Thank you. Will Please is, don't take that from me. I'm not going to take that from you. What I will say is, if he is taking 10 three-pointers in a game, we're going to lose the series. And that is not easy for me to say. I do think, look, the Celtics are the better team. If you looked at Vegas today, they're still the favorite to win the NBA Finals this year. But my Bolting. thing is two reasons. Don't let Marcus Smart shoot 10 threes in a game. We're not going to win that game. And number 2, run downhill. Quit being so slow. I mean the the last play of game 4 was so infuriating. I don't want to I don't want to admit it, but you know I thought that shot got off. <laughs> you know for 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 a half of a second I was like that shot got that off. That's it. That was
1: it. We silenced
2: him. I saw like a second of a replay and was like, <laughs> fuck, like that was not what happened at all. What were we doing, dude? Look, dude, the Hard- they were just throwing so many the ball around. Like, someone, please, play. please take the shot. I don't want to be the guy.
0: <laughs> not even, not
2: even, Blake. Jason Tatum sat there at the top of the key. It was like 18 seconds left. Sat there, sat there, sat there. Oh my God, now there's five seconds left. He drives to the hoop, makes the correct play. In kicking it out to Marcus Smart, which that's another question. Marcus Smart took the gambling three at the end of regulation and at the end of the overtime. I have a huge problem with that. And we didn't take any timeouts. I don't want the podcast to get too long, but Jesus <laughs> Christ, what were we doing there? And then also, Jason Tatum, he did make the right play. He just made it f- uh, 12, twelve seconds to too late. late. <laughs> what was that like? Yeah. I-, I was I was infuriated. Now. The one thing that I'll say before I let you and Aaron go, because I'm done, I, I, I do think, prediction-wise, I do think that the Celtics are going to win this in six. I think, best-case scenario, at worst, they're going to win it at seven, which I would really prefer six. I, I do still feel confident that we're going to win the series. I don't think Harden's going to continue playing like that. But Joe Missoula cannot keep those timeouts in his back pocket. Yeah. If you look at it, and right I do right. like Joe Missoula. I do like Joe Mizzoula. Aaron and I were talking this morning, the Boston Celtics, the only difference between the team this year and the team last year is that there were four current head coaches <laughs> on the end of the team last year. There's one this year. He yeah. made a job even after he had consensual relations with a, with a employee of the Celtics consensual, but inappropriate. And right. then there's one guy that's at Georgia tech. There's one guy that's for the Utah jazz. Right. And then Joe Mizzoula is the, the head coach anyway. We can't keep the time. You're not going to use the timeout on your wife when you get home right. and she's like, what the fuck was that at the end? Like, timeout. Right. Like, you had the timeout during the game. So, I don't know why we ran the same play twice in, in the regulation and at overtime. And it, like, the first time he missed the shot, that's fine. And the second time he made the shot, it was too late. It was just infuriating. I do think yeah. we'll win the series, but that, that, that loss sucked.
1: That's fair. Aaron, what do you think? You think, uh, you think they have the the legs? You think Boston's going to take this series?
2: Yeah, I think
0: they're going to win. They're the better team. Like Nils said, man, I this I like Joe Mazzulla, and I think he's a good coach. But golly, you just have to wonder what the game plan. His adjustments have been really good after. Bad games. So that's what I think is good for the Celtics here is that they have had a good a bad game, and they have been really good after bad games. I don't understand why they haven't then strung those good games and all those good adjustments together. Because everything I thought they did good in Game 3, I thought they did bad in Game 4. And it was this kind of the same thing about Game 1, too. It was like everything bad that they did did in Game 1, they corrected in Game 2, kind of carried over to Game 3. I don't understand the regression. I don't understand... um, I just don't understand why there's not more consistency. I do think it's a little bit on Joe, just on some of the basic things, calling the same plays, um, rotationally, who you, who you are and aren't playing. Um, but uh, I, I do think, based on the fact that they've come out really strong after bad games, I think we will see a good Celtics team in Game 5, The big question here is, are they going to carry that same energy over to game six and game seven? And you can't guarantee that with this Celtics team right now.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I will say, I think that as much as I don't want it to happen, I think the Celtics are going to win this. And I think they're going to beat Miami. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a question that they can handle. They can handle Miami. Right. Unless Jimmy Butler is insane and Tyler hero comes back, which I guess is, is a probability now. Um, I don't think I mean I think they may go may go 6 or 7 games. I think Boston is going to end up in the final, right? And I don't I I genuinely don't believe that Philly look, Philly has won on like, their last game they won on a game winner essentially, right? Like they like Boston they granted they were down the entire time, they came back, they should have had that game. Like they they choked at the end. I don't think Philly has the ability to do it. Joel Embiid And I mean, we're at an hour and five now. I don't know if we're going to be able to talk about MVP this time around. Joel, like he's not, he just, he, he doesn't have it, man. Like he's just not, there's something about him. Like he can't go that long. He can't hustle up and down the court. He can't be that guy to be like, I don't know. He just, he, he's not the guy to will his team into a championship. Like, and, and that to me speaks more about his MVP caliber than anything else. Like, I don't know. You you have looked at you've watched Denver like dominate throughout this playoffs. Now this this series is a different story. Which we'll talk about in a second. But like, Joel's not that guy. Like he's not going to be able to. He's not going to be able to deal with Boston. He's just not. Like, and I wish he could. They make it lucky. Like maybe they hit a game winner and and. In game five and a game winner in game seven, and they squeak by. And then Philly will beat Miami 100%, but and they'll, they'll end up in the finals. And then whoever comes out of the West will steamroll them in the final. But like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Boston is going to win. They're going to win out and they're going to go to the final. So, well,
2: I, and, and not to like delay like this, this series just because I'm a homer and I'm a Celtics fan, but like, honestly, I was talking about his conditioning. He looked fine in the fourth quarter, like, he was tired at points in that game. He looked fine down the stretch. He he did not want to take the shot, and that was so weird to me. Like, he t- he had one turnaround jumper that I think maybe was an OT that was a really good shot that he made, and then he made two clutch free throws. I feel like that's the only time that he put the ball in the air, like the last four minutes of regulation and overtime. Like, he was just – again, like, he dished it out to Harden at the very end of the game. Harden made the, Harden made the three-pointer. That was a great play. But it, there was minutes of the game where he just – would hold the ball at the top of the paint and would not do anything. It, it was yeah. just bizarre. Like you're yeah. right, Blake, like Jokic is, Jokic, they lost, but like he was just attacking the entire game, right. moving at his speed. And so I, I agree with you. Uh, look, I don't think that he has the stamina to go much less seven games, but absolutely not four rounds of potentially seven game series. So <laughs> no chance, Three, three rounds of seven moving forward, but also like – even without the stamina, I'm like, bro, you didn't want to take the shot like at the yeah, end of the game. It exactly. was just very bizarre. And so like it goes back to like, I can't believe we lost that game. But that was that was weird to watch where it looked
1: like the MVP yeah. did not want to be the guy. Right, exactly. And, and like they have given this guy the MVP essentially for like, you know, whatever. But like you you need to be the dude that At least what you can say about, like, last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, when Miami lost that game because of Jimmy Butler's three-point shot, which I I will forever say he should not have taken. I get they were exhausted, and they they would have rather taken the shot than go to overtime. Like, Jimmy at least had the the confidence to be like, I'm going to fucking make this. I'm going to be that guy. Like, I'm going to have my Michael Jordan moment, right? Like, he wanted to be that guy. Joel Embiid, I've never seen him do it. I've never seen him do it. I've seen James Harden do it. I've never seen Joel Embiid be that guy. And it's just like they don't – you need somebody like that for better or for worse to, to make it through the playoffs, man. I'm sorry. What? And, like, Jay Harden's
2: been cooking, but it, it almost felt like he was like, okay, I'm not going to take this shot. I'm going to let it rest on, like, people being like – James Harden fucking sucks, dude. Like, took the yep. playoff Harden, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's not it, it Joel just weird to me. Like, and bro, you're not Joel so Oswald. much bigger. He had, like, Malcolm Brogdon ding him up in the paint. It didn't make any sense. I was like, dude, why are you not? Again, there was a lot of different plays that impacted the end of the game. I think that was a weird, you know, that they, they, yeah. they doubled him at the end. That's when he kicked it out to Harden. But It just seemed weird that he wasn't, like, dominating the game. That honestly makes me feel a little bit better about the last couple games of the yeah. series. It's like up, but then also like he's just not being aggressive, which doesn't make any sense. No, be I would aggressive not. and lose the games. It's fine. Playing
0: he's playing hurt. We all know he's playing hurt. That does come down to the durability and stamina thing. I always like to give players the benefit of the doubt. So, you know, I'd like to see if this un- – if Joel didn't get injured. But the question is, is Joel ever – is Joel's body ever going to be at a point where that's not a possibility? And we don't – and that hasn't been the case yet. Um, yeah. So, it just no, – again, it is kind of – it's kind of back to what I said earlier about the Clippers. It's just a shame that kind of with Kawhi, same thing with – Embiid we're getting Embiid yes but we are not getting what we saw during the regular season we're not getting the dude that went out what he had the stretch of where he was getting 30 plus 15 plus every night we haven't gotten that once this series from Embiid and you would wonder what a performance like that might what what impact is that gonna have he has the ability to I mean when you look at the Celtics you, the, the, who's who's supposed to stop Embiid? Al Horford? Yet Al Horford has suddenly become an Embiid stopper. And it's like, what the fuck? How is Al Horford
2: the fucking Al Horford? He was blocking his shit away. at the end of the game. It was crazy. It
0: sense. And Joel
2: Embiid, if we were
0: playing 2K right now, you would be posting that man up and giving him 50. Yeah. Like it's just it is is wild. It's wild. Yeah.
1: I always yeah. think of that uh, RDC World skit. You guys know those guys? I always think of that skit where they're talking about how the Celtics lost <laughs> in the finals last year, and they're talking about Al, Hor- Al Horford, and they're like, why y'all got him Garden Steph? He's old! He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, isn't he bad as hell, man? Y'all know you're wrong for that. <laughs> okay, so um, the Lakers game is on, so we need to wrap this up. So let's rattle off some picks real quick. Um. Denver Phoenix, what do you guys think this goes to? Who do you think wins?
0: Man, I wish we had gotten a little bit more time. I guess we'll have to do this again. Soon. We
1: got to do it again, Ooh. 100%. <laughs>
0: um, cuz this series deserves a little bit more talk just cuz that goddamn, bro, like these teams are fucking good. These two teams could play their own finals. Like these two teams could yes. be in the finals. It sucks that is spe- this is going to suck if the Nuggets lose. He just dropped 50. They couldn't win that game, and people are going to – The I, I already see the narratives brewing of Jokic can't get it done in the postseason, Nuggets yep. can't get it done in the postseason if they don't win this series. So I'm pulling for the Nuggets strictly because I think the Suns have a little bit more longevity here, especially if they can keep KD. They're going to be right back in the mix next year. I always I do think I don't know how much better the Nuggets can get. I don't know how much how many more years they can stretch out this nice little run that they've been on before Jokic is just you can't can't shoulder that load anymore. Um yeah. so I'm pulling for Nugs. Nugs and seven. You gotta win that shit at home, game seven.
1: Nice. I like yeah. it, Nils.
2: Yeah, I've got nuggets in six. I've got no empirical evidence to to back that claim up. I just I just think the Nuggets are better. Like I love Kevin Durant. I think Devin Booker's playing at an unreal level right now. I don't know if that's sustainable. He's playing unreal and I do th- I, I do think the Nuggets are so much better that the that that Kevin Durant and Devin Booker have to play at such a high level each game to win. So I'm I'm doing Nuggets and six. I don't think that's how it's going to end up, but that's going to be my hot take for the for the pot. That's Nuggets and six.
1: Very fair, very fair. Um, I will say I don't think I, I took Phoenix to the final. I genuinely don't think that that anybody can beat Phoenix in a seven game series. I would love to see Denver beat them just because I would love to. List. I would love to go to a Denver game in the conference finals, right? I would shell out the the tickets for the tickets for fucking the the Nuggets right now in the nosebleeds are like one hundred and eighty dollars. I would shell out three hundred dollars. I would I would shell out six hundred for Shania and I to go in the nosebleeds to watch a conference final game. I've never been like I would do it. For it sure. would be awesome. I love Jokic like, and especially especially if the Lakers make it. To, i'm going to more than one game but like i don't know i don't think they have the legs i think kd and booker and Aiden's played like shit but like i think if they can get those pieces to connect, they can get Aiden to play like i don't think devers can be able to stop him. so we'll we'll see how that goes um it'll be interesting it'll be a lot of fun to watch the series has been a shit ton of fun i've loved all the games i've loved like During the regular season, I talked about how great the Eastern Conference was. It was so fun to watch Eastern Conference games. And, like, I I knew their playoffs were going to be great. But, honestly, the Western Conference games have been just – they've been – every fucking day, dude, I watch a Western Conference game and they are just so much fun to watch. So, it'll be interesting to see how it goes from, from here on out. And then, last but not least, guys, the Lakers game is on right fucking now. What do we think, Lakers? Golden State? Call it now. I know what you want to happen. What do you think is going to happen? And you know what? Don't don't pull out any biases. I know this is totally biased sports. Don't pull out any biases. Tell me what you think is actually going to happen, Nil, What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm going to start first. So I have not watched a single minute of this series, and I won't be. <laughs> I won't be moving forward. I, the all of the information. Worse. All of the information, excuse me, Blake, all the information that I know about this podcast, uh, about this game has come directly from the Draymond Green podcast. So that's what I've <laughs> been leaning on for every piece of intel for this game. Uh, I listened to the last episode. Title was Lakers versus Warriors Game 3. AD Dominates. So, so I'm just going to say right now, he had some predictions for Game Four. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna plug another podcast. But if you want to listen to it, fine. I'm gonna pass it off to Aaron for this one because I have no hot takes about this series.
1: Wait, hang Just on. Stream on Green. Pause. We have a problem. Aaron's internet is dog shit. Apparently, even though you guys live together, don't you? Oh, oh that, that was a bad lost. move. That was a really bad move. <laughs> well, it's stopped. It's oh, that's what it was. It stopped recording you. So now when I upload this, no one's going to hear your version of this. You're, no one's going to hear your end of the take. They're going to hear everything up to this point to right now. <laughs> try, leave, try leaving and come back, and then I'll I'll give my take. Um, just, I think- just make
2: the last 10 minutes of the podcast the ending of Draymond Green's
1: most recent <laughs> Yeah, just cut it and just stitch it into mine. My- <laughs> That'd be fine. <laughs> um, look, I'll say I I didn't have faith in the Lakers to beat the Grizzlies. I genuinely if this goes to seven games Okay, he's back recording. Nice. If this goes yeah. if this goes to seven games, the Lakers will not win this. There's no chance. So yeah, I hope it does not go to seven games. I hope they, they win tonight. Um and then they they close it out when they come back to LA. But if, if it goes to seven, there's no chance. So obviously you guys know, I hope there's, there's the Lakers conference final in in my future, but I don't know, man, LeBron's look. I last year, LeBron looked like he was 22 years old this year. His age has very much started to show. I love him. I, I will always defend LeBron, but his, his foot injury, his age, it has started to show like, he has two two years left in this league, and I don't I don't want him to be the guy anymore. I don't I want to watch him play basketball. I want him to to end his career and maybe win a championship. But like he's not the guy. He's he's too old at this point. And you can yeah. see when they play when they play, like that last game that they won, he shot he didn't shoot in the first quarter. <laughs> he took his first shot. <laughs> seven minutes into the second quarter so like he's he's not that guy so the lakers and darwin ham need to find a way to to mobilize a team outside of lebron james so it's going to be interesting to see if they can do that um i don't know if they have the ability to do that with d who is extremely hot and cold anthony davis who's extremely hot and cold austin Reeves, who has not played well this playoff series like Rui has played amazing. He's been great. And and LeBron has played at a, at a rate that any other player playing at would be substantial enough, right? But we hold – now we expect so much of him that, it, like, it doesn't feel like enough. When you go back and look at the stats, like, 21-8-8 or whatever in a win is – I mean, that's an impactful game. So they can string something together, but, man, they are just – they're so hot and cold. And it's it's exhausting to watch. So I just hope that they can go up three one and find a way to close out in L.A. like they did with Memphis. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Aaron, Aaron we'll what do you think? We,
2: Aaron, Aaron I mean, we'll we're not I too you.
0: far removed from an insanely good LeBron closeout game against Memphis, where he put up some historic numbers. So um, I'm not too uh, I'm not too quick to uh, sell out on LeBron yet. I bet you will put together a vintage performance tonight because um, it's the last – I mean, they're going back to Golden State after this. He knows how big of a game this is. Um, Nils doesn't like when I bang on the Lakers too hard. But having owned AD and fantasy this year, I just have some weird affinity for them. This I get it. It's weird. I can't explain it. I get it. it. <laughs> um, and I want to see them do well. I want to see Anthony Davis do well. So I've loved – in the two games the Lakers have won, they have – Um, the game plan has been impeccable. Shout out Darvin Ham, um, role players around, everyone around LeBron and AD and their wins have played really well. I think game two, um, they just did not do any, they didn't attack. They didn't get any of the foul calls like they were getting in the other games. So as long as they stick to the script and stick to what's been working, I don't, See any reason they shouldn't be moving on from the series? That's uh, that's all off.
1: Well, look if if Denver
0: Lakers and if
1: if Denver and LA end up in the conference finals, and y'all want to make a little trip out to Denver to play some golf and watch an NBA playoff game, you let me know. I got a guest room ready for y'all, one hundred percent. But. With that being said, we're at an hour and 20 minutes. I said it's going to be about 45, but it was, look, it was great fucking talking to you guys. Honestly, it was good to see you guys. I haven't talked to y'all like this in a while. So thank you for, for joining me, drinking some beers, talking basketball. Um, We don't, I don't know. I don't know when we should do this again. I would love to aim for whenever this, whenever this, um, these series are over. We should meet back and do this again and talk about going into the conference finals. It would be awesome to talk about that and and talk about MVP, but um, I really appreciate you guys coming on. It was awesome. It was so much fun. So I'll probably have it up tomorrow morning. I'll let you guys know when I do. You guys got any last words, last words for the fans?
2: Okay. Yeah, I I did. I did. I know we're, I know we're running late, so I don't want to, I kind of glossed over the the Lakers thing. One thing and Blake, this isn't going to be for discussion. Just marinate on this tonight. (laughs) <laughs> okay i can do that lebron has not been doing zero dark 23 zero dark 6 he tweeted the one tweet with all the expletives that he made into emojis i'm a little bit concerned about that and then he talked about Bronny's trip yeah uh, sure. uh, recruitment to a private school so all i would say is i still feel good about the the lakers i want to make sure that you do too he is playing robin To Anthony Davis, but also he's spending a lot of time on social media and he pays for Twitter Blue, which is, I mean, come on, dude. He's paying $8 a month for Twitter Blue and tweeting. And this is not the LeBron James that wins championships. So it's that I do. I want the Lakers to win, but it's something that you should consider. And I know the game's going on right now, but if anything weird happens.
1: Yeah. That's that that might be an issue. Talent, yeah. I do want to so say talent. before we hang up, I am paying for LeBron James' Twitter blue. All right. Thank you guys okay. very much. We enjoyed it. I hope you guys Love. enjoyed it. We'll he, see you guys later. Great. Thank you, boy. Right. 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 No no okay. okay. doing work. Two-four on my shirt. He the greatest on the court.
0: And I'm the greatest on the verse. Going for the fourth ring like it was his first. Gotta
1: get the gleam. Do it for Kareem. Two-four. So nice. My flow. So.